Ronnie here. Welcome back to the Hoop Call, the UK voice, all things NBA. Ready to go. Episode 26. That's rock and roller. Bang. My goodness. The playoffs. <laughs> there is nothing like it in sport, I've got to say. Obviously, we've got the Euros going on, enjoying that immensely. Lots of great things, but there's something about these playoffs. The mental this this um, this year. We've got a lot to discuss, to be honest. A lot of emotional heartbreak. I see what Tobes is wearing. He's wearing that that Bucks jersey, and I know why. We'll talk about that. Ollie is refing his team as well, and I'm obviously my team is um, home. <laughs> is what it is, right? Who's in the building? Let me turn the music down slightly. Tobes, is it a classic? Come on, England! <laughs> Sidebar. Yeah, it's a classic, man. It's a classic. Uh, there we go. Let's go. That aside. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. England did bits. England did bits. Ollie, say what's up. What's good? Sorry about the, the technical issues last last week. <laughs> with my yeah. laptop died. He has his charger this week. Fully back, fully charged now. <laughs> He's on smoke. Right, okay. It's at the hoop call on socials. It's the hoop call on YouTube and the number 07379481528. Just in time for us to jump straight into it. My goodness. Um, absolute devastation yesterday. Absolute devastation. I'm sure you guys would completely agree. Um, let's head east. Giannis went down. Um, the injury doesn't look good. I'm going to say it straight up. It did not look nice at all. Hyperextended that left knee in the third quarter against the Atlanta Hawks. Um, I will come back to that injury. We're waiting on an update from the, the organisation. But there are early whispers of an ACL. I'm hoping not, but it didn't look nice. It's not the normal mechanism for an ACL, but we'll see. You know, the docking arena's got you. But let's talk about the Bucks. Um, that irritated me. I I thought the Flippers were were a back and forth organization, but these Bucks are becoming ridiculous. Um, Ollie or Tobes, who wants to go first? Please describe these Milwaukee Bucks to me in three words. For the listeners that aren't one hundred percent sure what I'm talking about, the Milwaukee Bucks were blown out yesterday by the Atlanta Hawks, one ten to a measly 88. They've leveled the series. It's Atlanta Hawks 2, Milwaukee Bucks 2 in the Eastern Conference Finals. A place in the NBA Finals is on the line. And yeah, they got banged out. This is ridiculous. So since we last spoke, the Bucks lost the first game. Then they won the next two and dominated it. One in dominant fashion. That's the thing. People thinking, oh, okay, the Bucks are rolling. People were comparing them, high-level pundits were comparing them to the 2000 Lakers, Shaq and Kobe, Middleton, Giannis. And they go and do this. And it's been this way all postseason, and this is synonymous with the Coach Bud era. I've run out of words. Who's got first? Uh, If I was Kendrick Perk- Perkins... It'd be burnt barbecue chicken. Because <laughs> they're burning and they're just tasteless. <laughs> um, really I ain't Kendrick. Is. I ain't Kendrick Perkins. So three words that came to my mind. Number one, painful. Correct. Painful. Number two, oh, complacent. Oh, complacent, yeah? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to Number three, tiring. Tiring or tired? Yeah. Tiring to Ty- us. Tiring. They're not tired yet, but they are tiring. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're us. my three words. You can tell I was in a certain kind of way when I tackled this question. But I mean, I'm, 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 I've only got a Giannis jersey. I'm not actually a Bucks fan. But if I'm a Bucks fan, bro, it's just like. <laughs> you adopted them. What's wrong with this team? You adopted them. You adopted them. They I've, adopted I've adopt, for this playoff, I've, I've adopted them. So they are, I don't know. It's kind of like once they made it to this stage, you were like, this is like theirs to lose, right? This is everyone was saying, and it's, they're making it hard for themselves. Um, 
obviously Giannis is a big hit. The whole offense runs around him. He's kind of also their get out of jail free card. But they were losing with Giannis in the game. That's what annoys me about it. They were losing with him in the game and looked pathetic. And that's the worst thing again. Um, I mean, we'll come on to like probably what they have to do to to to, to bounce back and stuff. But uh, painful because there's uh, I think there's so many little things they're not doing. That it, sometimes they don't try hard. You know, it, you can't really teach hustle. You're in the bloody Eastern Conference Finals, man. Just work hard. Work hard every possession. How? What else would it take you to be motivated for a basketball game? <laughs> I don't know what more you want. Every you. All you got to do in this postseason is be the last people standing. That's it. Basically. The next one is they were complacent. Um, I think complacent because I feel like they probably came in expecting to just, you know, now that they found a rhythm, now they were winning to keep going. But whereas uh, <laughs> our favourite on this call, Middleton, had a mad game in the um, uh, in the third, he, he was nowhere to be found now. And it's tiring because... Obviously, there's back and forth momentum shifts. But when I looked at the... If you look... What's worrying for Bucks fans everywhere is the Hawks' depth. If it, um, if we're talking about starless teams. The Hawks' depth... Yeah, yeah, yeah. In offensive power is, is so leaps and bounds ahead of the Bucks. Reddish... Cam Reddish yeah, has I not saw really Red- done anything. Reddish is back. scored 12 points. Herter scored for, uh, 13. Uh, Lou Will, 21. Bogdan twenty, Capella fifteen, um, even um, Gallinari ten. So you've got like six players there scoring in double shooters. <laughs> I didn't even mention John Collins, who had a horrible game. So if I'm the Hawks, I'm thinking, yeah, we're doing well, and and that's why all three of those words came to me when you when you were asking that and Kendrick hit Perkins in my mouth in my head. Sorry, saying <laughs> Burn, burn barbecue, barbecue chicken. chicken. Um, yeah. <laughs> mate, I'm 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 with you 100%. None of the words were positive. They don't deserve that. Um, even when they're playing well, you just don't know how long it's going to last. It's really frustrating. Ollie, your boy, your ex boy, six man like Lou Will, he comes in, shoots 75% from the field. What was it, 21 and eight, and just yeah. marshaled the game. How? How? What happened to Drew Holiday? You know this elite. The best on bar defender in the M. Get out of here with all that. Get out of here with all that. Listen, I've seen this guy roasted too many times in the postseason now. Um, and the Bucks in general. I'm just, I'm very frustrated with them at this moment in time. Give me three words to describe the Bucks and why. Well, as I said, well, the, I've sort of put mine, mine together. Yeah, it's a non existent offense <laughs> from the Bucks. Ooh, harsh. And I think a lot of that has to go down to uh, Budenholzer as well. Um, I just, you know, without without Giannis, there's no sort of shot creation they have. Drew Holiday's not really a true point guard. I know he plays a two, but he's you got no one else because of the sort of fill that spot. And they're only really sort of playing a six, maybe a seven man rotation. They can't play Bryn Forbes because he is a liability on defense. Bru- Brooke Lopez can't really get into the gla- you know he was splash mountain last year but I think he's kind of getting bullied by Capella. He's mound mountain now, isn't he? The hell? Yeah, yeah. Pat Connaughton, he just he's sort of maybe someone that you would have been able to rely on, but not really getting anything out of him at the moment. So, and um, and also they're missing uh, Divincenzo, uh, which is normally someone who can can be relied on. But yeah, Chris Middleton, he's been far too streaky this series. Um, I think he's only shooting about. Uh-huh. Twenty um, percent or twenty twenty two percent from from the free as well. Um, so I think they're missing a lot of their they've missed a lot of their identity from the regular season. Um, which at the end of the day that does fall down on onto the co- co- uh, onto the coach's shoulders. Um, but yeah, there's I think as uh, Toby already sort of touched on the the Hawks, you know. They they have a lot more in in their arsenal. I think they've got about six or seven guys that are averaging, averaging double digit digits during the um, during the series, uh, and they've got guys who are coming back. Cam Reddish, who's a who's a you know a, a big guy who who they who they have missed. Um, Lou Will. That's I think Draymond Green came out and said that you know 
Bucks, you know, they should still be worried if Trey Young is isn't isn't playing because Lou Will. He has been very streaky in in playoffs, just in general, not just this season, but with the Clippers as well. Um, but he's someone, he, you know, he's a heat check guy. He can, you know, he can drop 20, 25 points in the span of twenty minutes, sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, I just don't without without Giannis, which I, I hope it isn't an ACL. That's that's going to keep him out until probably this time next year because that's yeah. a you know, two-time MVP. Uh, it would be a, re- a real shame. But I, 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 I don't actually see, you know, because it's, it's more than likely if, if it is only a hyperextended knee that Trey will, will be back at some point this series, um, which I I don't really see without Giannis, but what Bucks really have to offer. Middle, Middleton will have to go off for 30-plus per game. And I don't I don't, know, I don't really see that. He, he will have a game where, he, where you have a streaky shooting. Right. Here's an interesting stat for you. When Chris Middleton shoots 40% from the field and above, the Bucks are undefeated in the playoffs. 40%. That's all you got. You have the PER Prince. You got Giannis Antetokounmpo. You got the Yoruba Freak, the second coming of Shaq. You just have, listen, just shoot 40% of your shots in and you've won all those games. And he, he's not been able to do it. I think he shot 35% again from the field last year, um, yesterday. My three words are devoid of personality. Now, you know, you guys have, you know, lovely missuses and um, you ever been to a restaurant, yeah? And you go to a restaurant and it's all nice, everything nice, you know, there's nothing you can say... You know, you've gone on top table or resi or whatever. The, the reviews are good. But you go in there and it's ugh, I think it's just a bit too posh, a bit too clean, yeah? You then look at the menu and it's like, oh, you know, vine-grown tomatoes with this and coriander and da-da-da and this, that and the other. And you're like, oh, that sounds peng. You order it. First bite, you're like, hold on, this is just a spag bowl. <laughs> this is just a spag bowl. Like, hold on, I've had this before. It's just in a different language. That's how I feel about the Bucks. They lack a certain source. They lack a certain something. Even when they like beat, you know, when they beat the Nets, they should, you know, they beat the Nets game seven on the road. That should have felt like something. That should have meant something, but it just didn't. And, you know, it it wasn't covered as if it was a big thing. And none of us really felt, oh, that was, you know, the coming out party for the Bucks because it wasn't. Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton were shooting awful until late in the game. They sort of were dragged by Giannis. And the fact that without Trey Young, ATL was still able to do what they do, drop 110 points and, you know, finish off those Bucks. Yet without Giannis, the, the Bucks basically didn't, they just didn't play, did they? They just didn't, t- even with Giannis, but without Giannis, didn't play. I think it says a lot about the teams, a lot about the personality involved. Um, obviously, the coaching, which you guys mentioned earlier as well. And that's my worry. That's my worry. There's something missing about this Bucks team. Like, I personally think now they're going to lose in seven. Um, but even if they win, they just, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Um, do you think there'll be a coaching change? Unless they absolutely win everything. Even if they lose in the final, do you think there'll be a coaching change? I think they need to sort of shift in a different direction. Yeah. Um, as you sort of said, it's the same same flavour every off-season. Um, they've kept a lot of their core players as well. Middleton, Lopez, they should have let go of Brogdon. I think he would have been one of the pieces to to, to, to be able to carry them this, this season. So, But yeah, um, it's there's got to be a change. I don't think Giannis would be too happy if they were to fail at this stage because it's there it is there to lose at the moment I believe alright okay so Tobes firstly shout out We Talk Football thanks for the comment they think the Bucks are finished Tobes Trey Young out Giannis out who wins who who goes through in this series <laughs> so logic states the Hawks. Therefore, I will keep with the Bucks. Oh, that's because if we've learned so one you. thing this postseason, <laughs> nothing makes sense. Yep, facts. <laughs> it, it's too. It's too simple, and we all can see the writing on the wall for the Hawks to go through. It would just be indicative of everything we've seen already. If somehow 
as Ollie just hinted that Middleton now goes and averages like thirty five and five and drags his team to, <laughs> to to the to the finals. Uh, but on a real, uh, it's an interesting question. The easy answer, yeah, yeah is the Hawks. Uh, Hawks in six or seven, to be honest. But if I want to make it interesting and and keep with my narrative of the Bucks, I then start to look at how do they try and deal with life without Giannis, you know? So he was averaging 26 and 26.5 points, 10 rebounds, 5.5 assists, 1.5 steal on one block. Now that's a lot to divvy out amongst. And, and the only one with actual personality as well. Yeah, and the like one you can't, can't and, and the get out of jail free card. You know, yeah, like exactly. you can literally just say, here's the ball, you're either going to get to the line and air ball or at least make it. Or you're going to do your spin pirouette dunk. Like you just, you just know he's going to get you something. You, you, you've literally lost thirty points, one hundred percent guaranteed on greater than fifty five percent shooting. That is, yeah. you know, for for all the things people hype on about, oh, what Giannis can't do, oh, he, you know, he's not got a three, he's not got a, a J, this, that, and the other. He will be aggressive. He will get you thirty points. He will get you ten rebounds, and he will do it on fifty five plus percent shooting. And his usage will probably be below thirty percent. That is irreplaceable with one block pain, exactly. pain yeah, intimidation yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. and a point, 1.5 still so his defensive impact as well is big so how is that going to be divvy, divvied up for me on the rebounding and defensive side you hate, it's weird to say but uh, Bobby Portis and uh, Lopez are going to have to step up for me <laughs> rebound wise and defensive Bobby Portis isn't actually bad gives okay minutes he's just hit and miss He's the kind of player, if he had a better coach, that's my dig at Bud again, I reckon you could utilise him better. Give him, give Ty Lue Bobby yeah, Portis and watch that. what happens. I knew you were going to say It's that. true. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Right, anyway, uh, for the points and assists, it's got to go only to, to Drew Middleton. So I think Drew needs to step up his game from an assist perspective, uh, try and facilitate, try and run. Uh, and to be fair, Middleton has had games where he does assist too. Like in the previous one, 38, 11 and 7. Uh, he was mainly offensive holding him. But I think he needs to just focus on getting that shot wet. And when I say wet, he needs to do it in his Chris Middleton way. I'm talking 50-40-90. Like, Bro, he, look good. He needs to, yeah, he, need, he needs to be Cardi B, Megan the Stallion. The, the shot needs to be wet. Like, uh, it's yeah. getting ridiculous now. This guy has been... If Lou, Lou will come out of nowhere, Lou will basically like come out of semi-retirement and absolutely outplayed you. What Lou, Lou, the Lou was the guy though. Him and Jamal Crawford can play to their 60. Nah, That's Lou, a starting back call for, for Timberwolves or someone. You remember, yeah. remember Dragon Ball Z? Yeah, Lou will. You know when you know when Goku comes back and he's still got the halo on? <laughs> Lou will just come back and he's just doing his thing. Out of no, uh, Chris, Chris Riddle can't let that happen. Put a sidebar slightly, yeah. yeah? So in this series, we got um, who we got out? We got um, Colt, um, not Kawhi. Well, we have got Kawhi out, but Trey Young and Giannis Antetokounmpo. Is it a fair take for me to say the NBA playoffs at this moment in time do not have a superstar within them? That's true, isn't it? That's actually true. They don't. It's a star-driven league. Because and they- both... Across both, you mean in in, in both conference finals? Yeah, just left the t- of the teams left. They don't. There's no superstar left playing. The Reggie Jackson. Oh, we go. We got. <laughs> <laughs> no, Paul Paul George. Hmm. Paul George. If you if oh. you if a guy, let's say we we knew someone who had been in a coma for like twenty years, and woken up and was like, right, just watch watch the other games, the other day's game of the Clippers. He would have said that Paul George was the greatest player of all time. Okay, what about the game before that? <laughs> Let's ignore that one. But... <laughs> ignore... What about the game before that one? <laughs> like, Paul George's been sorry, you know, we'll, we'll, get, we'll, get, we'll touch on it a bit later. <laughs> yeah, but... it... I've okay, got my receipts. Okay, Tobes or We Talk Football, we can decide. Paul George, superstar, not superstar. I just want to make sure my talk, my take is legitimate. I lose track of what the hell is superstar. Well, you need to do one of your house analogies. Uh, no sing on the well, fence. There's no, there's no champion left. No, no. Uh, how remember when you did that house analogy with like? What is a, what even is a superstar? Because that's so subjective. It is subjective. Is that top ten player. It, you have to have it. There's a certain je ne sais quoi, and you can't. <laughs> 
there's a certain genesis. Well, Booker, Booker, that, Booker ain't a superstar. Booker. Booker, he's not achieved. What's he achieved in his career? For you me, got, he's got, a star. You got to achieve stuff in your career. He ain't a superstar. All right, all right. So I think he's getting to that stage. There's no MVPs left. I don't think there's any first team All NBAs left. Was PG first team All NBA? Your second team? No, no, first, third, third team All NBA. This isn't, there's not even any first. All first. There's no first. I think Chris Paul. Chris Paul was the highest All NBA team. He was two guy who's still in it, and he was second. Yeah. There was, there's no first team All NBA oh, well, left. There's no MVP left. Yeah. No, he's, in, he's they're out now. So if we assume, if we if we take that Ninja. as that's crazy. Um, mm-hmm. I've listed my top so, five. I've, I've listed Paul my... George is not though. Just to come back to your, I didn't. I, I don't. I, I don't think he's seen. achieved enough yet. Sorry, Ollie. Um, <laughs> you're human. Okay, I've listed my top five most significant injuries this postseason, and I'm going to then pivot in and ask you a question. So, in number at number five, I have the board man who gets paid, Kawhi Leonard. At number four, number five. hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Hold on. At number four, I got Mike Conley for the Utah Jazz. Number three, <laughs> hold on, hold on. At three, I have Kyrie Irving. At number two, I now have Giannis Antetokounmpo. Considering he's not, considering he's not going back. And number one, I have Anthony Davis. Yeah. Now the reason for that is the reason reason Kawhi is in fifth is simply because of this. It's because your team's still here. And your team is not so. So I'm assessing the significance of the injuries. Like if 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 he went down and you lost four straight, Kawhi would probably be number one or two. You, the fact your team has been able to compensate this, that, and the other. It's not obviously the best players who've gone down. It's the injuries that seem most significant. So I had Kawhi in fifth. I had Conley in fourth. I think his I think his absence was understated. Um, because you know he he was a, a significant piece of that Utah team. And, you know, in the playoffs and stuff, you need someone else who can handle the ball, who can make their own shot. And I think Donovan Mitchell, young guy, I think he did struggle when the rubber had to meet the road against your Clippers. And I think Conley's injury was significant because I think if he was there, they they could have really pushed on from that 0-2 lead. That's what I think. If you think, if you've, if you think you'd still come back with Conley in the fit, fully fit Conley in the lineup, fair enough. I got Kyrie, but I got him at three and I don't have Harden in there reason I don't have Harden in there because I wasn't sure whether what we were seeing was injury Harden or playoff Harden or a mixture of both in that game seven is he's one and eight in his last he's one and seven in his last eight um in his last eight elimination games he's one and seven and he's shooting about 24 percent from three which is kind of on track of what he did in that game seven which you know it's harsh to say so Harden I was like well you're there if you're there you're there um, if you can play 53 minutes. Whereas Kyrie, important guy, didn't put him in the top two because I felt that KD, and I've I've articulated this many times, I felt that KD should have been able to get two off the Bucks. Should have been able to. Um, Giannis, because I think it's the first time that the best player left is not there. That was that. That's the, this is the biggest loss um, in the playoffs in terms of stature of player, and I have AD at one because I think that's one of the biggest sliding mo- sliding doors moments in the playoffs. I think if he was fit, they get past the Suns, and then all of a sudden we're thinking, oh, LeBron can get to five because LeBron I think could get out of this West. Whereas at the beginning I was thinking, nah, nah, I don't think he would get out anyway. Whereas now I'm thinking. The way things are working and the way the Nets are out in the East, <laughs> I'd fancy LeBron against a hobbled Lakers. And then, I mean, I'd fancy LeBron against the hobbled Clippers in the conference final and the Hawks. So I think it's a big slide note. So that's my thoughts. Um, what I want you to, I wanted to know your thoughts on that list and whether you think there's, I hate using the word asterisk, but an asterisk over this. Um, this title. I think Oli, Oli, oh, no, the Sancho United. just announced yeah. United. Thank you, Artis. <laughs> anyway, Oli, go. Uh, no, I actually do. I do agree with AD um, being at one. 
Oh, you you agree with AD at one? I do agree with that. Yes. What about the rest? You didn't seem to agree with Kawhi, but I explained it. Surely. No way. Okay, no go way. On. Go on. I know you said it's more significance to the end, like for what how it's affected the team. Yes, we have had big moments from you know we've had Terrence Mann, um, Morris, Reggie Jackson, um, but you know we're currently down three two against the Suns. I believe we win, I believe we're winning five with a full fit Kawhi against the Suns team. And that's a big, that's a big shift in. Yeah, yeah. In, okay, I see your, I see your rationale as well. What do you? I think don't, that, I don't think. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, do you think about? Do you, what do you think of the asterisk debate? What? As what against if if the potential winner, whoever the winner is at this point, with all these yes. stars down, do you think there's an asterisk? Yeah. I think this is probably. Say say all these stars are say all the stars are out. Say the Clippers get through, Kawhi's out. The Suns get through, Trey's out, Giannis out. I think this is probably one of the worst teams to win a championship probably in the, like, the last, and, I don't know, 15 years. And it'll be, and it'll be one of the worst finals. If you said at the beginning of the season it's going to be bloody Hawks against against the Suns, so say for an example, we'll laugh at you. Well, if, especially if I'm the still Hawks, you now. Well, <laughs> well, especially if the the Hawks star is out. If at least if it's star versus star, you know, it's a star driven league. There's no superstars. You know, maybe you can become a superstar by winning. If it's like, yeah, I mean, uh, Topes, what do you reckon? You seem to think differently. Uh, on your list, you know, your list is your list is pretty good. Uh, it's good that you put some uh, respect on Conley because yeah, it could have been <clears throat> a much different series. If both him and uh, uh, and thank you, Artis, I was coming to this point. If you're going to start on, clapping, uh, it's true. It's true. What? If you're going to start clapping about this season, that's how cap. can you not harp about the bubble? Boom. What are you? Hold on, Toes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, wait. I'll stop you right there. I'll stop yeah, you right there. Cap- no, 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 no. I'll stop you right there. I'll stop you right there. Hold on. So the Lakers, yeah, they spend the whole year putting in the work. They get to the bubble. All all of a sudden, hold on, hold on, hold on. no, because you're saying there's an asterisk. I'm saying, hold on. So. There was no home court advantage. You have no, you have no home court advantage whatsoever. You're in the, yeah. you're in, you're in, ex, in yeah, if you lose, yeah, but you won. No, no, it won. goes, it goes both ways, Doc. It's an asterisk. The fact no one had home court means that is forever an asterisk. No, but, but the late, the right? Lakers were the number the, one seed. Because, because look at the Suns this year. You're telling me the Valley has not carried that team to where they are now. Yes, but totally. Proper home court. But, but Tobe, Proper home court. what I'm saying is the eventual winners were the number one seed anyway. It was a team. It was a... Okay, Tobe, listen to what I'm saying. No, no, listen, but you're, listen, you're, you're trying to formulate it. I'm That's not, what you I'm, mean by that. I'm, I'm not trying to formulate it, but I'm trying to say, hold on. If anything, last year's thing was literally yeah. as even as you could get it. If you were to draw up a tournament, if you were to draw up a competition and They're say... Not injuries last year. No, hold on. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. If you were to draw up a competition and make it as fair as it could be... You would have it in neutral venues. You would have every team have to have the same amount of rest, the same amount of travel, have to use the same facilities, the same training facilities, the same courts. That is, if you had to write down how to make a tournament as fair as possible, so there's no that added an advantage of anything. In the history of the NBA, yeah, so that is an asterisk. Yeah, exactly. So it's the hardest, it's the hardest, it's the hardest, it's the hardest chip of all, it's the hardest chip of all time. As opposed to we're an injury, one is about that, We're not talking about that. We said, is it an asterisk or not? Is an asterisk. Okay, That's no, an asterisk. To no, me. an asterisk implies when, that when, an asterisk implies that it's it's somehow detracted. This should be elevated. No. It was the hardest. Asterisk, asterisk implies that that it's, you're calling out something that there's different. About all right. It okay. Okay. Fine. I'll let, I'll let you finish. That's then. an asterisk. Okay. All right. Okay. Go on. Go on. Go on. Go on. So. That's an asterisk, and I was coming to that because for me, this has actually been a regular season. Yes, there's been byproducts of injuries which have been cottoned on from the quick turnaround but as far as it goes considering corona and everything that happened with it i think this has been quite a regular season yes a lot of the big names have been hit but when you look at the kind of injuries they've got a lot of them have been semi-freak or like ones that can happen at any point at any time there's not been one that like actually like like like, i know lebron was kicking off about how uh the season we shouldn't have done it this way and that but a lot of them have just been like weird ones, like even the most fresh ones. Giannis's one was an awkward one, wasn't it? It was just like a he went up for the rebound, came down. Even the ref on Trey Young, that could happen anytime. Kawhi's anytime. It's like a lot of them for me are just 
they're kind of basketball injuries. Yeah, it's hell of unfortunate. It's all happened to all of the big names at the same time. But sometimes that's sport. Sometimes when you get to the Champions League and you see Porto versus Monaco in the Champions League final, you don't then start and question everything. You just think, wow, that's the one season a uh, 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 a surprise team won it. So you don't. Um, so you don't think it'll be an, an asterisk title type thing. No, nah, no. Nah, you'll just look back and say, "Wow, fair play to the Hawks or the Clippers or whoever who won it." They didn't do it without a superstar, but it just like you it just it came down to uh, who had the depth and the stamina to make it. But I, ain't, I'm not going to detract from the title just because there's no superstars well, for me. Okay. Well, I've have, I've have a view on this, and it's it's not quite an asterisk. Yeah, I think I'll stop short of calling it an asterisk. But what I'd say is this. With each victory, yeah, I'm sure it happens in other sports. Obviously, you know, follow Premier League, everyone, it's the same. But particularly with the NBA, very star-driven, narrative-driven league, yeah. With each, with each victory, with each, with each title, comes a storyline, comes a story. Um, I don't know if you agree with me on that. Like, you know, if you name a year, okay, so, um, okay, let's go back last year. Obviously, the bubble. Adversity through the bubble, um, LeBron's first with the Lakers, Ren season, however you want to say it. But there's a kind of a story with it. The year before that was the Raptors, but it was about KD's injury. Yeah. Year before that and year before that, it was like, how good can this Golden State Warriors team be? How good are they? You know, the KD, this amazing team. Year before that was the great comeback, 2016. Um and so on and so forth, yeah? So I feel that every with every championship journey naturally comes a story. I think, unfortunately, in this case, the story that will come with this championship journey will be the plethora of injuries. I think the exception to that would be if Chris Paul wins it. I said this in the group earlier, because I think Chris Paul's had enough injuries of his own I think in just terms of storyline anyway, I think his would be finally CP CP3 finally becoming that guy and being a champion. All other roads, I feel for me, lead to the storyline being, oh, you know, it was a very it was an injury plague season. It was kind of a last man standing type victory. When you talk about it, when you talk about the season. You're not gonna be like, oh yeah, that 73 and 9 team, or oh yeah, that amazing Golden State team, or oh that's the year where LeBron came back, or that was a Shaq and Kobe, so and so. You does that make sense? It's, does that make sense, kind of, or are you just like oh, just nonsense? No, I do agree with you. There is some thought. There's, there always seems to be. Well, that's. I think it's more built up that there is this narrative behind. You know every, every title winning team because that's what that's what makes basketball is is, is the storylines it's the it's the heroes and and the villains if it's Golden State Cleveland LeBron exactly. you know it's KD the stars versus the star you know it's King Kong versus Godzilla you know it's 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 that type of thing Toby, yeah you know? but I mean I think the, the I, I do I do agree with you in the sense that oh I, I kind of I, I agree with sort of both of you um, about this season uh, as in the sense of. Yes, there has been a lot of injuries, but do is that because of maybe the shorter schedule? And those injuries could have happened at any time. It is just very unfortunate. It has happened to to these stars. You, you no know, one would have sort of blinked an eye if it was you know if it was you know some of some of the role players. But but again, it does. I do think you know no again no one really wants to watch um, you know the, the, the potential final that could be without these without these superstars. So. I, I don't know. I, I do believe there isn't there is an asterisk behind this, but um, I think there's you know it's not really much we could have done or anyone could have done about it this season. Tobes, you don't seem to disagree, but put it this way, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that technical difficulty. Um, Tobes, put it this way, yeah. For none of these teams, nobody's going to be like, oh, you know, oh, that, that great Hawks team, that great so-and-so team, that great so-and-so team. That, that, that's one thing we can probably agree on. That's not going to be the story. The teams are not going to be the story for any of these. Make a small chance of Phoenix. I'm, I'm absolutely fine with that. I'm not saying. It, I'm, not, I'm just it, saying. I'm just it, saying it is. It, I'm just. I'm not saying whether you. I know, but as a as a US, what you guys are hungering for is a. You're looking for a narrative, and it's and it's like what he says. It's because basketball and US sports 
are built that way. No, I'm looking for an engaging if this narrative. Was English, if this was English thing, FA Cup, you know, these dodgy teams that win, do we question it in the same light? We don't because, and we won't say, oh, it's because someone's, their star play was broken. Like, what? Even Euros right now, Czech and Denmark, you know what I mean? You kind of just embrace, for me, the storyline is what's in front of you. You'll be put- so watch it. Yeah. When they do, when ESPN do some mad video now, they'll make it look sick and they'll they'll say, <laughs> oh yeah, Trey, Trey Young overcome everything. He was yeah. the villain. And they'll be doing all these takes where he's bowing to the crowd and push up it. Shushin. Yeah, That'll be true. the story. Um, for me, it's just sport. Yeah, no one was no one was a favorite who's who's now still in it, but they're here. The other teams aren't. Simple as. <laughs> okay, fair enough. You know what. Fair enough. You, you're right. I'm, I am hungry for a storyline. I'm hungry for. I'm hungry for superstars, man. It is what it is. Right. Okay. Ollie, I've had to make you wait for this one, but I want to talk about Clippers and Phoenix. Yes, people. The LA Clippers are still here. Who? Tobes. Flash question. Who's better? Which would you take in a one and done game? The seventy-two and nine. Seven. Was it? 72 and 10, Bulls team, 96, 97. Or the 0-2 Clippers. <laughs> these O2 these Clippers, oh, once, they, once they're two down, boy, once they're two down, they go it's legendary so mode. It's weird. They're weird still in these playoffs, Ollie. Fair play. You're the men- mentally strongest team I've seen. What, what have you seen so far already from your team? Well, I think one of the things you know that, that helps us when we are going down is we're one of the most sort of like vet, veteran teams. You know, we work with a, a lot older. I think against sort of like the Suns, they have Chris Paul, but apart from that, they haven't really got. I think they don't have anyone above you know sort of like twenty, twenty, twenty-eight, twenty-nine sort of thing. So um, I think we the first couple for the first two games we completely changed from how we was playing against Utah. We played we played super small ball. Um, and then for the first two games, he was playing Zubac, and it's like a stat. Uh, in, it, since the you know since Zubac has been in the playoffs, if he plays over, I think it's like twenty four minutes. We've we've never won. Um, oh wow! <laughs> yeah. So at, and then we was playing. You know, Cousins was playing big minutes. Um, Terence Mann again wasn't playing, but we've reverted back to small boy over the last couple of games. With Batum playing, I think Batum's averaging his, his plus minus is about I think he's averaging about uh, plus twenty um, in the last couple of games, and the fact that where we with Paul Paul George has been you know a minus minus one of the games where he didn't have to perform as well, he he's been shooting the lights out. Um, you know he's he was I think it was fifteen um, fifteen for twenty the other day, uh, yeah, but 75%. we need to carry on. Yeah, we need to carry on. What we we don't win without someone else going off, and it, at the moment it's either been Reggie Jackson, who is at the moment the the number one ISO scorer in the league in in play in the playoffs, which is a stat. He's he's above Kyrie, he's above KD, James Harden, um, at, or or Marcus Morris as well. So I think Marcus Morris he. Every about, I think it's like twenty one or twenty two uh, the other day, and then before that it was like seven eight nine and then he had the one game against the jazz where he where he torched him for about 27 but yeah we've we've got these we've we've got to have these other players sort of coming in and it, fortunate for us devin booker it's not really playing he's probably nah, playing about six, was, I'm 60 70 percent yeah I, I was gonna get to that actually ollie um thanks for the analysis what i will say is this about your clippers unbelievably mentally strong unbelievably well coached now what did you guys take on this we said in the previous segment that there's no superstars left in these nba playoffs um obviously we're questioning paul george but you know no previous mvps no current first team all nba left in these playoffs but it does add another story another narrative do you think and i'll throw this to you tobes yeah do you think this is the year of the coach because all I've seen is great coaching decisions. Well, that's, that's what I've seen the difference a lot of times. I think, uh, <clears throat> yeah, year of the coach is is a is a good narrative. Uh, and uh, 
I'd say year of the coach and year of the squad. So if it's the opposite of the superstar, is it's it's literally how good is your eighth and ninth man? Yeah, that's right. We're going deep from the playoffs. Normally you're going run, running a seven man rotation from like semi-finals to the actual NBA finals. But I'm telling you, like with the teams left, the, the coaches are pulling deep. So maybe the two kind of go hand in hand because the good coaches are being able to play their eighth man and getting them to operate at like hundred percent efficiency. Um, when have you ever really, when have we ever really had a playoff where so many teams have had so many important pieces come on from so deep? We've got Reggie Jackson, who yeah. was, as an OKC fan, I know all about Reggie Jackson, you know, uh, was pretty much written off and now he's had a great uh, resurgence. You've got people like campaign who wasn't in the league. And now he's a pivotal part of the Suns. It's one of the reasons, actually, Imagine why if he's a cha- struggling. A proper champion. He, he's he's carrying an injury, and he's kind of he's like the opposite of Chris Paul. He wants to play at pace, pace, pace. Yeah, yeah. And I think they're missing that. They're missing that offensive burst and drive to the rim. Even people like Kevin Herter in previous playoff runs gone by, maybe would not get the same love that he's now. So, coaching for sure. Um, Palu is doing his wizardry. Same for Nate McMillan. And I think hand in hand with that is they're getting the most out of their deep squads when the superstars aren't there. So, yeah, it's it's, it's been intriguing from that perspective. Yeah, man, Ollie, you must be very happy with Tyloo. The difference between him and Doc Rivers is night and day, isn't it? Yeah, well, they at the beginning of the season they were saying Tyloo's just a, a carbon copy of of Doc Rivers because obviously Tyloo was assistant under under Doc. But I think one of the differences is well, Tyloo's got the best elimination record in the playoffs in, in NBA history. Doc Rivers has, has the worst elimination game in Yeah, man, it's these little details, isn't it? These little details that add up. And he, and even as I said, we've had we've had no quiet this whole series. And you look at the games that we've we've lost. First game we lost by six. Second game we lost by one and that was by two Paul George free throws and a, uh, and an eight and lob. Uh, we lost game four by four points, where we was only held to to, um, to eighty points. And then in the games that we've won, we've we've sort of blown them out. So I, I, I you know, it, it could it could have already been over um, if we was able to sort of take a hold of take a hold of the game. But yeah, no, it's been been great. I think he's to be able to tweak his gameplay as the, as the series go, as series goes on. And I think that's one of the reasons why. It may take us a few games to get in, but once we find that that rhythm, because at, at first DeAndre Ayton was is, for the first couple of games was probably the player player of the series. Um, Booker hasn't. I know he, he he's got his broken. He had his broken nose and his mask Booker at the moment, but he's he hasn't been great. You Chris got, Paul since he's come back. But this is what I'm saying. You got to give um, Tyler credit for that. He just he clearly yeah, just said he, said he said okay, Pat Bev, you're on. I don't want you to even look at the ball. You, see, Bevers, you, you, you watch the game and he doesn't look at the ball. Like he's he's just wherever Booker is. Yeah, what I said, what what Toby said. We've a lot of teams at the moment are playing playing probably like a seven man rotation. You know, other players getting if it's sort of like garbage minutes. But we have kind of probably like a solid ten. You know, there'll be times Canard Cousins get get big minutes. Others it will be you know Zubac will be in and out of the squad. Batum, he only played I think it was about. He only played a handful of minutes in the first game, but he played 30, um, 30 minutes the other day. Obviously, the main one, Terrence Mann, is in and out, and he, he's been sort of a, a great pickup in a, in a draft for us. But yeah, no, I, I don't think you know. I think Ty Lewis is you know he's got his flowers this season. Um, you know, I've been I was I, I was critical of him when he was in when he was in Cleveland because it you know I think it's the offense. He's he's bored. Must have just been give ball to LeBron. <laughs> But but I think he has really I think he has really showed himself this season. No, he's done brilliantly. And I think he's just clearly a very good people person. He's a great motivator. Yeah. Um I'm it's annoying me because he's for the Clippers, so I'm so happy for him. Um but yeah, I think it's the year of the coach. He's not the only great coach there. Monty Williams can respond. He didn't he needs yeah, one game. He knows amazing. He, he yeah. knows he needs one game. And one thing I was saying to Tobes um earlier was that the Staples Center is not a fortress. It's not a fortress for you lot. Um, and if you well, that was that was that was concern if we had the Lakers where it would every game would have been a home game exactly for the Lakers pretty much but I think I think there'll be a few more Clippers fans after next season. Phoenix, <laughs> Phoenix on the other hand, yeah, 
you ever watched um you ever watched like the Olympics or an athletics meet and you watch the hundred meters and obviously as as you start running the 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 camera on the top coat comes across pans across and obviously starts to change direction so you're watching the beginning someone just gone out of the thing and you're like oh right this guy's gonna win the race this guy is doing a madness he's come out of the blocks flying but then as it gets you know 60 70 meters and it kind of the camera pans around you realize actually no no he's the guy's fading and then Usain's coming through and that's what I feel like when I'm looking at the Suns I look at the book scores and I'm like as you said even when they win it's by one point it's by two points these ugly games it's forced it's unforced errors by the Clippers and you know the way the Clippers were able to blow the game open was a little bit concerning for me as a Lakers fan and looking at the box score as well eight and only nine field goal attempts um Booker still not shooting efficiently, rattled by his injury, rattled by um, Pat Bev. Chris Paul, listen, he's a great player. Let's not get that twisted. But he he's not a really a heat check guy. You can't really be like, okay, look, Devin's not playing well. CP3, come on, go and get 33 for us. Um, so it's a bit tricky. It's a bit tricky for Phoenix. I don't want to be too negative about them because, um, you know, they can easily win tonight, I believe. And, you know, we won't we won't be talking about any of this. Tobes, what do you reckon? Who's who's just quick predictions? Who's winning this series? I'm going to say straight off the bat, I got Clippers in seven. Yeah, yeah. I had before the series started. I had Clippers in seven. Um, Are you sticking to it? So logic says I should go with the Suns, but <laughs> now nah, I'll stick with the instinct. I'll go with Clippers in seven. Um, honestly. I think the Suns have to win tonight. I think if this goes back to the Valley, the Clippers will be so geared up. Like the, like the Clippers we saw yesterday, but like at a higher level. Mm. Only person that would worry me is someone like Pat Beverly, just get too hype. Cousins get too hype and they get fouled out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that today is the big game. And I think Chris Paul with his old man head and knowing where the precarious position they're in, I think he's going to say, look, guys, you need to play like this is your final today. Well, you need to leave you leave it all out today because honestly, if if the Clippers win and if they win like convincingly, you know, like I mean, like yeah, Collie was game, just saying yeah, how yeah. they they got a good plus minus differential on points and stuff. If they go and beat them by like you know ten plus. I think this it will scramble those young boys' and, heads. And you got to remember, Monty Williams hasn't been here. Tyloo has. Monty Williams hasn't hasn't been in these in these moments. So even, you know, looking to your coach to just like, sort of, you know, calm, calm. It's, it's a tough one. Ollie, um, Tobes has brought me on something. CP3, he's blown a 3-1 lead before. Um, when he's had opportunities to take his teams to the next level, he hasn't done it. By next level, I mean over the hump. He hasn't done it with good opportunities, with good teammates, winning series, winning games. You know, uh, if he blows another 3-1 lead here as much as we're saying if he wins a chip his legacy if he loses this what's it for his legacy is there a wrap I think even I think the Suns have done sort of miracles in comparison their their roster hasn't changed massively they brought in I think you know they brought in Jay Crowder and and Chris Ball in comparison to what they were last instance last season to what they are now that should be sort of like an accomplishment in itself you know he was in talks for MVP um, all all NBA so but I think in the long run if he does lose lose out it will be oh Chris Ball was blown. Uh, was it two, maybe three, three one leads now? It's two three one leads, but also he's. I think they were. He was three two up in a series, and in the third quarter, or how many West? He was twenty. Is, he, is he was twenty. Um, he was twenty odd points up against the Rockets, actually. Um, but he was um, in the conference semis for the Lake Clippers. This is his. Yeah, this is his third conference finals or yeah. second, maybe. It's his, so, second, it's his second. It's his second. Second. Oh, the last one was with the Rockets. Yeah, they? yeah. yeah. Clippers where never, they Clippers never should have won with Chris Paul. But yeah, yeah we, we won't go to the Clippers one because that was just horrific. That was just the biggest meltdown in uh, M- I, NBA history. I like I like the way you said it. I like the way you answered the question. You are right. Like you know, this season is an accomplishment to go from not in the playoffs to the conference finals, potentially a game seven, um, is an accomplishment. But 
I, I just yeah, this think is it, it, this is it for him. that will be forgotten. That will be forgotten in a few years' time. Yeah, yeah, people won't people won't remember that. It'll just be oh yeah, Chris Paul lost against uh, a Clippers. Clippers and three one lead. Listen, this is the difference between CP zero and CMVP three. It's massive. It's it's absolutely yeah. massive for him. Um, I don't I don't know how much you know. He, he keeps saying it every season. Like how much gas has he got in the tank? You know he'll be. 38 Listen, going into next season. The Lakers are coming back next year. The Golden State Warriors are coming back next year. Yeah. Clippers obviously ain't going nowhere. The Nets are going to be back. Um, you know, the Nuggets are going to continue to try and improve. This is it. This is it for CP3. Tobes, you agree? Oh, you think? Yeah, Sorry, right. I, was, I was just checking how old Chris Paul is. Yeah, he's thirty-six now. So, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's yeah, he's an old, he's an old guy actually. Yeah. Um, sorry, what am I, what am I commenting on? His legacy. I'm basically asking: Do you think? I'm basically saying: Do you think this is it? This is his chance. Do you think if? Uh, well, no, no you know. I, I, more I, I, importantly, yeah. if he blows a three-one lead, is his legacy irreparably damaged? Because then it's like, oh, he never nah, had... Nah, nah, no, because the thing is, I think the difference... It goes from saying, oh, you know, he wasn't in the right situations and he got injured to being like, no, he he didn't have the clutch gene. Yeah, yeah. Because at the moment, he, the narrative is kind of, oh, you know, he's been a bit unlucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it does, yeah. That, that that changes. That changes for me because the other two were against, uh, you know, you take everything in sport relative, you know, you always got to paint the picture. The others was against, like, the West was in, in a complete different state to what it is now. You, you were facing up in his prime Steph and Clay and that Rockets team everyone was so gassed for them to try and make it and they, yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his ankle blew and whatever um, but you and the thing is Chris Paul has this uh, aura of, and um, rep in the league of being one of the fiercest competitors you know absolutely obsessed with winning in any, everything so it's like it's a bit weird to have this this case where he, he can't get over the proverbial hump Um I was saying to you just before we started on call, I want we 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 he's averaging eighteen points, nine assists, three still uh three rebounds. I want him to go off. He had one game early in the playoffs where he did go mad. Um Yeah, he did. Um I think it was like a closeout game against uh, Denver. He was just enjoying himself. Yeah. And I I, I wanna see that. I wanna see him hit thirty, I wanna hit him see fifteen assists because man, this is your time. And all the other superstars who have ever been in such a position. They do step up. They do. They do seize the control. And maybe he. Okay. May I want him to do go stat stuff? Maybe he does it in true manner, the Chris Paul way, and he just is an extension of Monty on that floor and literally chess pieces his way. Mm. Like he could still go and get eighteen points, ten assists, but he's boosting up uh, DeAndre Ayton. The pick and rolls—they're just destroying Clippers over and over again. He's getting Booker the shots. He's encouraging him. He has. He has yeah, to. He has to be that general. He's got to be the general. He has to. He has to get over. Um, and if he doesn't, yeah, it's 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 a big knock on his legacy. Um, because of because because he is. He says he about the gas thing. I didn't even think he was that old. Now I think he he can play another four seasons at an elite level. I'm not yeah. even kidding. Because because and so he could still get this ring, but like you say, there's not many uh, scenarios left for him. Like no no. Uh, let's say in their prime title chasing team may get him. It's always going to be this probably weird youthful team on the cusp and it makes a break. That might be him Phil, over and over again, unless he goes, does a banana boat team vet thing. With <laughs> but um, I, I, I want it. I, I really, uh, yeah, beside the bucks, I would love, uh, as we said the other day, I, w- I would love to see Chris Paul in the final. So let's see, let's see what he can do. He needs to galvanize the troops. He needs to galvanize the troops. I know, obviously, Ollie, you're rooting for the Clippers, but I know as a as a kind of basketball purist, you get what we're saying, and I'm sure you got a lot of respect for Chris Paul equally. Oh yeah, massively, massively. Yeah, I'd, obviously, I'd rather I'd, it'd kill me to see him win it before <laughs> the Clippers win it. But yeah, he's he's a he's a good story, and I I love Devin Booker as well. He's I think Chris Paul said he's um he's basically way before he's you know how old he is in and the head he's got on his shoulders you know he's he's sort of he's sort of like the leader of of, of the sons as well but yeah. 
yeah, obviously I'd rather the <laughs> the Clippers get through, but um, but yeah, I, I think this this off season has been great uh, so far. Um, all teams the amount of game seven, you know, six game six is game seven. It's yeah. been great. It's been it's been stress. It's been stress. Every every prediction wrong. Every, even the pundits though. It's been awful. The, I've been horrific. Even the year. pundits though. Even the pundits are just they're they're just taking wild stabs in the dark now. Just making up stories. It said it's just like what. Just think what's going to happen and just say the opposite. That's what that's what happens when I wake up in the morning. Um, if I hadn't watched the game, I go in my NBA app. I was like, okay, who did I think was going to win? Okay, then the other person, other team's going to win, and then it happens. So I think I said, I think I said, Bucks, Bucks sweep against the Hawks. <laughs> it's getting ridiculous. It's getting it should ridiculous. be. It should be. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, guys, so the elimination games tonight. Um, we'll have to see how it goes. Um, I can't, in all honesty, look you in the eye and say good luck, Ollie. But you know, I wish you health and wealth and happiness in general. Um, I will keep a close eye on the Yana situation. Um, a very close eye, and you know, if a significant injury, um, you'll catch you on Doc in the Arena the channel, hundred um, percent. What do you guys make of uh, obviously coaching carousels been at play? What do you guys make of the Chancey Billups to uh, Portland? Uh, up with a, lot of, a lot of buzz at the moment. Do you know the, the reason what? Because Dame's, but there was a there's an insider for the Blazers who's quite close to Dame. So basically, what he says is pretty much gospel. And he was saying that he's pretty unhappy at the Blazers at the moment because obviously you, you know the story about Chauncey Billups. Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, and then Dame's getting slack on Twitter for it. <laughs> um, he's getting slack, and then Prit. But the thing is, like, even I was listening to the mismatch earlier. Um, Chris Chris Vernon he was like, "Look, I've been for, I've been a reporter for the basketball for twenty years. You knew you knew what happened with like the the Jason kid, at, um, you know, with was it the drink driving him and the, uh, the the assault on his wife, but it, which was a big thing. But the Chauncey Billups story, he was like, didn't hear about it until a couple of days ago. He, you know, what he was Cavs Cavs GM." Clippers assistant coach, and this is the first time it's it's sort of come out. So obviously Dame was was dragged as like, oh, you know, you, you should have known about this. You should have put your input. It's, it's, like, it's ridiculous. I thing don't to know. Put, I didn't know. It's ridiculous yeah. thing to put on a player. You know what I mean? Listen, it, I'm not. I don't, I'm not going to comment on it too heavily, but I just think give Dame a break. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm not going to comment on a on a story. I don't know the full details, but it's ridiculous to blame Dame for that. For that. Yeah. Um, my issue. I think even. Oh, sorry. And I was going to say, Tobes, from a basketball perspective, um, is it is this his, is he a rookie coach? Has he been a head coach somewhere before? I think yeah. he's a rookie head coach. You know, what yeah. I mean, if I'm if I'm Dame Lillard, I'm like, I'm like, come on, man, I ain't got time. I ain't got time for him to be learning lessons on the job. You yeah, know, and that and that that's what that's what supplements. What are you saying? There is a lot of um, talk of now, which is weird because. It is the it is one of the people he wanted, and I felt for Becky Hammond. Like, mm. well, I mean, if you, what's really Billups got over Becky Hammond, mm. who's been surrounded by success, arguably more, yeah, yeah, yeah as yeah, a coach, sure. um, which was a weird flex. So I thought, and uh, obviously he wanted Kid, but uh, Kid got shot yeah, down, like you said, for the assault, and and they they were like, don't do that. So it does all feel a bit weird. I think I think not Shams was it Shams or Woj? I saw it on Bleach the other day. Apparently he hasn't said. He wants to put in a request for the trade, but it's going to be one of the storylines to follow next year. Honestly, uh, does he want to stay? And the moment he doesn't, the Knicks have already publicly declared that they are <laughs> willing to sniff anything for Dame to get him to the uh, to get him. To, and they'll trade everything basically, just pair him with Julius Randle and see what happens because they're they're ready to go. Um, I think uh, other potential packages. I don't know. You never, never, never say never for the for the. Um, the Lakers uh, again, <laughs> Dallas like Mavericks. So, 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 so. Who, who are the, the Knicks gonna trade? They have to trade Spike Lee as well. Oh, uh, it's like every single pick they have for the next ten years. <laughs> Any, like, anyone, the, 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 Barrett, the in the ra- in the rafters. <laughs> it's literally they were like Dame Lillard and Randall. That's it. We'll, <laughs> we'll run it. We'll run it. We'll we'll figure it out from there. They just want a superstar, man. They've not had a superstar since Melo, and it's been like years. So they're ready to go, but. Um, yeah, I mean it's interesting. It's interesting, and even obviously um, 
Carlisle went to the Pacers, underrated move. But even I think Rick Carlisle would have even been someone who was a bit well, nice. I, uh... I think there was talks for. I think there was talks for. I thought he was more than like he, he was one of the front runners to get the to get the job. But as you sort of touched on, it does seem odd. Obviously, with with sort of the background in mind and sort of how heightened you know social media and everything is at, at the moment. There's so there was a lot more better. Well, not necessarily better, but more better front runners for the for the position. There's much more, you know, the, the uh, women in NBA now. More, you know, there's more uh, African American coaches that are being being put in charge as well, which is great. But yeah, it does when when you sort of look back at it. But at the same time, it, I'm you know, I, I said I don't know the ins and outs of it, outs of it, but it was it was over 20 years ago. And this is this is the first time he has been up, even considering he was he was he was as I sort of said he was a GM, an assistant coach. He was on um, he was a, a reporter as, as well for e for free ESPN, I believe. So it it does seem a bit odd. It's very odd, very 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 odd. Um, the Dame situation. God, I'd love if he was on the Look trade block. I'd mm. love if he was on the trade block. That's what we live for, man. Oh, tra- can't wait till trade block's back. I can't wait to drop the yeah, music. Yeah, it'll be good. It's going to be I think there's a, there's a few good um, uh, free agents, I think. Golden State are going fishing. That is what I'm That is what I'm hoping and that's what I'm predicting. Okay, but listen, listen. Okay, let's let's put a pin in that. Let's Let's put a pin in that for the time being. Let's get through these playoffs, please. <laughs> Let my heart get through this playoff in one piece. Um, bit of pleasure, gents. We will hook up again next week. Um, Ollie, health and happiness. Tobes, I'll let you know. <laughs> let you know about um, Yardis. Um, other than that, Hoop Nation. Salute, K. Dot, wherever you are. Salute. Peace out. England. <laughs> yes.